Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Jeff and Casey Show. Hello, and welcome to the Jeff and Casey Show. We had to start that a couple times. Yes. Now, today, today's topic is going to be kind of interesting, actually. Oh, yeah. It sounds like, because... Normally what happens on the Jeff Casey show is I am reading like an article or something. So I have the material up that we're talking about. Yeah. And you've usually read the article, but you don't have it in front of you. And right. it may have been like this months type, ago that yeah, you read it, right? This this whole podcast this whole series of podcasts have been stuff that we probably read two or three exactly. years ago. And yeah. This one is not only current events, but yeah. it's also something that I have no I don't even have the first clue about. So you're gonna have to fill me in right. on so the So I details. thought you'd get a kick out of this. Yeah. Which is um so you, we, th- this is uh, Stranger Things, which yes. where we just had the second season of. Um, which, for people listening at home, I am aware of, right. but have never seen. It's a Netflix series. Netflix series that kind of captured. It was a big popular thing okay, last yes. year. Came out in the right time in the summer when everybody's home. Okay. Um, Wait, and, what? Well, I mean, it was the four probably older kids who not. Okay. So it was perfect time to come out right. in school. It, okay. it is kind of. Uh, it's it's got a semi complicated story which we'll talk about in a second, okay. but the biggest thing is it's kind of a uh, modern take on the Goonies. Okay, um, where it's yeah, a group I've heard of it's kids. like an eighties nostalgia thing. Like yeah, whatever, definitely but... that. And in and so the the story is basically them living in this uh, Illinois town, just a normal. Do they know that Illinois wasn't around in the eighties? It wasn't. I'm making <laughs> Damn it. Um, I was like, what are you talking about? When did we about? annex to Illinois? I don't remember. Yeah, we annex- it was the yeah. 51st state. Yeah, so I thought. Um, so it's basically these uh, four kids that play D&D. They do all these okay. very 80s things. They go to the arcade. They do this. And one of all the right. kids uh, disappears. Oh. And uh, Little it- Chucky. One of, yeah, I can't remember which one he is, but it's all of um, it's it's them trying to figure out what's going on. At the same time, there's this laboratory next door to oh. them that is doing all these crazy experiments. And one of the things they do is they get these kids, get kids, yeah. uh, adopted kids, and then try to uh, do experiments on them to try to get them to be able to do telekinesis and stuff. Again, kind of like Witch Mountain. But only adopted children? Well, they kind of steal them from the mothers, and you find out more later Okay, all right. Spoiler alert? Yeah. Um, Yeah, there's going to be spoilers all the way through this. I don't want Stranger Things. Skip this. All right. Because I want to talk about a tonal shift they do later. Um, But you can imagine – so you haven't seen it, but that's basically what it is. There's a character who's very clearly based on Ferris Bueller. There's the 80s. I see. um, Kind of uh, – you know, bullies that bully in the weird way that are unrealistic, right. but so feels very 80s. So maybe it's... Let- John Hughes is huge yeah. mixed with all the Spielbergian kinds yep. of So movies. it's kind of less less an homage and more of an, a direct sort of there's, emulation, like a clone almost of there's this very, and, the, and then they try to do little scenes and stuff where they're like, oh, I'm doing exactly that. Like Got it. The way they round a hill might be the exact same as from E.T. Okay. There's another part where one, – so one of these little uh, kids that they um, begin to teach telekinesis becomes more and more powerful. And one of the things she does, we find out later, is – she tears open a portal or something to an alternate version of their reality. Yeah, and this yeah. alternate version is this, they call the upside down, okay. but it's a dark, 
version of their existing town. Okay. So everybody's dead because there are Ooh. these monsters that walk through it, but it's raining soot and ashes, and you don't really know why. All right. But where that little kid disappears to is he gets sucked into the underground. Uh, the upside down, sorry. Okay. And so they have some fun stuff there that I hadn't seen before that kind of get you. Um, which, like, their lights are always flickering, and it takes them a while. They figure out that he can, in that version of their he, reality, he? the kid that's lost okay. can kind of make the lights flicker if okay. he stands near them in okay. his reality. And he realizes Got it. that he's, like, string up Christmas lights with letters, and then he can sort of spell things out. Anyway, and he's hiding from monsters in this reality, and okay. they try to get him back. All right. So that's the story. And the first season's pretty... Um, it's fine. It's not great. It's a little, if, if the, 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 if the nostalgia does nothing for you, it's, it's very mediocre. Right, if the right. nostalgia does something for you, it's a little bit better than me- okay. mediocre. And I don't think anybody would disagree that it, it's not the best thing on earth or right, anything right. either way. Um, well, you'll note it's not called Strangest Things. It's called Strange Earth Things. Yeah, exactly. So they're not trying to, you know, hit you with a superlative Conquer here. them. The, the strangest things market. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, they're, they're like participating. Look, you, you currently have strange things. We will try to give you strange earth things, but we're making no promises yeah. here. Like, these are not going to be the strangest things you're going to see. It's, well, the strangest things you're going to see, you're going to you have to tune in. Elsewhere. You have to tune into the learning channel because that's right. where that shit's at. And we don't have anything that can compete Ours with like, stranger. you know, dwarfs that have 18 children or whatever they've got on oh, there. Right, like, right. They've, who, I thought you who were need talking, a wedding dress. Or right, whatever, right? I, I, like, right. I thought you were talking yeah. real. Like I, just, I just remember the Learning Channel had like the weirdest no, no, combination like, of shows that you like. You can tick I was off every old box. Learning Channel, yeah, yeah. and you're saying new, which no, is no. I'm talking yes, the new Learning Channel where yeah. it's like literally they're just like, yeah. look, everything you know, wedding it's farm, like, L.A. housewives, yes, to the uh, yeah. over overweight, internet addicted, gambling habit, whatever, like you know, yeah. just everything. It's like we've got that matrix box is is, is all there, yeah. Um, okay, so then they do the second season, and you're like, all right, if you watch the first one, you're like, all right, let's see what's going on. And then the first one wrapped up pretty well, because I didn't think they expected a second season, because it kind of came out of nowhere. Okay. And um, since it's a Netflix show, I guess that means that they it got all produced at one time without yeah. any knowledge of whether people would like it, because they have yeah, to produce 12 exactly. episodes. Normal TV it, shows don't do and that. And it kind of blew up in the sense that it was the, you know, whether you liked it or not, it was a big yeah. thing last summer. Yeah. So they do the second one, and um, it's more of the same. Uh the and you're you figure out what's kind of what's happened since then and and all of a sudden people start disappearing more strange things happen it, even more stranger things right right happen. so not strangers but stranger er yeah and it's all but it's all the same it's a realistic john hughes feeling <clears throat> scary but not like goonies or like gremlins feel yep. until you get to the seventh episode okay and like the eighth episode of Twin Peaks, which goes okay. full crazy which banana I have not cases. Seen. Yeah, this is similar. Where okay. um, the the little girl who has all these telekinetic powers okay. um, and really hinting at which mountain. Let's just say Drew Barrymore. Um, yeah, okay. I'm trying to think of I 80s, I'm trying to think of '80s little girls. Right? It's like it's little it, little girl. It's I'm in the 80s. sure there is stuff from ET. I mean, yeah. her hiding among the toys once was very. It e. looks ET like, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, the uh, so then you get to the seventh, and she decides to go to Chicago to find uh, her mother. 
Who we've and they are in Illinois, at. so Chicago is just the big city that's nearby. Yeah, so she okay. hitchhikes and gets there. Okay. And so it starts out with her making that decision, okay. getting into a truck. Okay. And because she's running away, they play She's a Little Runaway, just okay. to really on-the-nose the music. Uh, yeah. No subtlety there. No. Just... And then... I'm multiple times I had to hit pause and say, what is happening? Okay. It turns into, I would say the closest thing is the burned out Detroit from RoboCop where there's barrels of fire. She's like walking through this like dystopian nightmare that is downtown Chicago, I guess. When does this show take place? Uh, in the eighties, it makes no, but it's not what Chicago is. No, it's, I'm telling you every single bit of the tone of the show is gone. Weird. She goes to, uh, she goes to there where there's like people like screaming at her and like, she's walking along and people like homeless people are jumping out from behind burning dumpsters and like neon lights and stuff. Uh, to find her, uh, her name is Eleven because she has Eleven okay. burned on her arm. All right, and she fight. She I can't remember. She hallucinates with her mother or something. She, okay, like, go, she can do remote viewing. Whatever. She's all, yeah, she's all got, the eighties kind of. She's got RDC. So she, she she right she had, yeah. she remote desktop into her mom's yeah, memory right, before yeah. she was lobotomized. Okay, okay, finds out right, about certainly. a sister. Yeah, of course. Goes finds the sister. Why not? Who, who has one different episode? powers? Oh yeah. Okay. Now she is a a a, 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 a now eleven's like I don't know eleven years old probably. Well, it's one more girl. than ten and one less than twelve. Yeah, I mean, is what I, where I would place it. Yeah, I'm just like she. No, I mean she was number eleven, but I'm talking in age. Okay. Yeah, so she's around eleven years. So she's a young girl. Um, 11 she, 11. She meets her sister, who's also a young girl, okay. who's like, uh, kind of uh, dressed all in like weird, what an 80s movie would pretend like 2000 to be, these weird. Oh, like futuristic clothes? clothes? She has like purple streaks in her hair. Ah, uh, okay. And then she meets their crew. She's like, come with me. And he meets the crew. What the fuck? The crew is. One guy who has an orange mohawk that's like this high. All right. Uh, who looks like these are all like. T- yeah, they, yeah. They, and they're introducing each other in kind of this rotating the camera right. around yeah, the table yeah. where they all introduce yeah. themselves to yeah. 11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can't remember what his name is. I'm sure. But I'm like, what's happening? Yeah, yeah. He seems to be like 41 years old. Okay. He's way older okay. than them. All right. But still it, rocking that mohawk. Yeah. Pants to the next person who uh, I guess it would have been uh, the really skinny black guy with a huge, like, okay. afro. The biggest, af- like, enormous so afro. So more like a 70s kind of, like, Oh, it's all... There. It, it feels more like a Japanese video fighting game. All the okay, characters okay, feel yes, like that. Okay, yes, 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 yes. Then there's uh, this baby doll girl who's, right. like, in pigtails right. and weird... You know, dress. She's white. It's like this wasn't what the '80s were. And then there's this huge bruiser who's called, um, oh fuck, fun, funness. What funness or fun fun? 
He's their muscle. What the fuck are you talking about? And he has like he's this huge black bald man. Uh, uh, I feel like there's one more. This, it's 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 the craziest. This does and, like, sound I like, pause, yeah. like what's happening, and Don goes, "Where do they shop? Like, yeah. What what's their job yeah. during the day?" And then this sounds this does sound like the character select screen from like Final Fight exactly, Two or something. Exactly. Yeah. And, and the president's they, daughter's in trouble. It's up to us. Winners don't use drugs. And then it's like, which character would you like to play? Old man <laughs> with a, with a <laughs> mohawk. Black man with an afro. Big bruiser, bald guy. Like you know, it's like okay. It was amazing. Yeah, they seem like punch out characters or something. That's amazing. And then. Um, uh, and it, so then it turns out this crazy crew of people in these wildly different ages who live in the biggest apartment with neon and barrels, like there's burning shit in their house. Got to burn barrels, it's, yeah. And I'm like, I don't even know spatially what's happening. Uh, apparently, they go out and try to find old uh, people who used to work at this laboratory and kill them or something. So that's their whole thing. But before they do that, they go try to stick up. Uh, they have this scene where they go stick up a, like a 7-Eleven. But if they're trying and, to find people <clears throat> who worked in that laboratory, why are they in Chicago? <coughs> you mean? <coughs> why are they in Chicago? That's just where their home operation is, man. They go all over the place. Okay. Um, and so <coughs> they're looking forward right. to 11 because not only can she move things with her mind. Oh, which, by the way... Are they all rejects from this factory for this... No, only well? only her sister is. Okay. They, she, they have this scene where they're like, she takes care of us. And I'm like, some, but I'm like, she's 12 years old. Yeah, she's not yeah. taking care, care of anyone. anything. Yeah. And then one of the, 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 the Mohawk guy was getting mad at Eleven. And then she... Her power is she can make people see spiders on them. That's a power? Well, she can make them hallucinate. But or just they spiders. can make them invisible... What? She can just make you see what she wants you to see. Okay. So she can make you <clears throat> invisible. So he goes, ah. All right. All right. And then he's like kind of sulking after getting the smackdown from uh, eight. All right. And uh, and then they're like, what can you do? And then like she like goes, and then the knife flies into her hand. And the Mohawk guy's like, oh, what's going on? I mean, life was so normal before you showed up. What? And Dawn and I were laughing so hard. You're like, what part yeah, of this yeah, man's existence yeah. what is even remotely yeah. normal? Anyway, and then they do, and they go, and they fight in a big... make. Oh, and then they cut back to Eleven, who's always wearing, like, homemade dresses and long hair. Okay. And she slicked her hair back and is wearing a leather coat. She looks like Neo. What? The whole and this episode, is still a twelve-year-old girl. This or something? is still a twelve, very young girl okay. in the middle of all this. None of this turns out to matter for the show at all. It's just okay. like we're just gonna go do. And everybody, they're like, this might be the worst thing we've ever seen. People are like, this is the worst episode of Stranger Things. But the real question is, is it the worst episode of TV that because hasn't been it made? It expands the jump the shark. Like right. this is jump the shark, jumping the shark. Right, like, right. Because it, it's eleven goes to Chicago yeah, should right. just be the new phrase for this. Okay, because it's so. Did you famous? just make that up? Eleven goes to yeah, Chicago. That's, that's just, a great phrase. It's just what it. That's the title of this podcast right here. Eleven goes, goes to, to Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. The whole time we just, I just kept pausing the thing. I'm like, is this? Yeah. Am I just stoned? Am I like, yeah. what's happened? Yeah, yeah. Who thought this was a good idea? And this is the funny thing about the whole thing. The reason why I wanted to tell you about it was just the, 
I mean, there's all this back. There was all that, and they 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 defend it. We're like, we just wanted to try something different, man, or whatever. Um, in this, but what the fuck does that mean? No, well, how is that? A, I, I I'm interested in to know how that's a defense. It's like, you know what? I just like to fill you in on something here about writing stuff. The whole reason you're paid is to write stuff that's in the same universe. Right. Like that's if we, if you were a variety show. <laughs> then that would make sense, right? <laughs> but you're not. Like, these are supposed to be the same characters. Yeah. Trying something different isn't, like, that it, doesn't make sense. It's like, oh, there's a blind character and she can just see in this one episode. The excuse that you were trying something different isn't going to fly. It's like, also, that's not good enough. There's also the thing of uh, what worked about the first season, to some extent, was that she was just a little girl right. fighting all these monsters. Yeah. And finding her. And then this weird thing where she's part of this X-Men-like weird yeah, yeah, bananas yeah. group Superhero who can't team. rob a 7-Eleven without fucking it right. all. It went yeah. completely bananas. Yeah. And I would be like, well, I'm out of this crew. They right. can't even rob a 7-Eleven. And right. they're talking about going murdering people. That's I also better. like the fact that you have someone who can do telekinesis and you can't rob a 7-Eleven. Yeah, exactly. There's people who have no special powers whatsoever who rob, rob 7-Elevens every long. day. Yeah. You're doing something real wrong if you right. can't rob a 7-Eleven with telekinesis. Do you, yeah. you got, and you know. she And the one girl was making the clerk not even see him. So that's and how it, okay. bad this went in, An invisible telekinesis Situation, to kinetic, invisible are your two things you can do, and you, you couldn't rob a seven-eleven. There's 7-11. people who probably have done it with a squirt gun, dude. Like <laughs> there's like like you're you're at uh, in terms of the like what's your golf handicap? Right. Yours That's... is like telekinesis, right, and invisibility, and you're like I'm still I'm eighteen over par. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, I don't what know. the fuck is right. wrong with you? <laughs> It's amazing. It's like it's, maybe it's don't almost, join the PGA Tour is all I'm saying. It's uh, So I know a lot of my friends gave up on Stranger Things, but it's almost okay. funny enough. The, the moment where he's like, things were so normal uh, <clears throat> is so Pretty fucking great. funny. Great. TV yeah. And television. then it, now the only thing in, in the defense, they were also like, you know, it just felt weird. Good. You know, in, in, in the when we come back to the main storyline. Uh, she has all slicked back hair and and that uh, and and this jacket and stuff. I'm like, reshoot the one scene. Yeah, I yeah, don't know yeah. how you wrote this. Yeah, how you shot it and went, whoa, yeah, yeah. nope, nope, yep, nope, nope, yep. nope. Because it feels like a pilot in the middle of a show yeah. for a, really a pilot that's bad not going to get show. picked up. Basically, yeah. it's like we're not signing this one. And then we cut back and you see half of an episode, and then she just walks in the room to save the day. And she's all decked out in these clothes, which she immediately switches back into her normal clothes. So right. you would have had to reshoot. Yeah, you're only going to you're only going to wear them for a little while. You don't want to yeah. be in your uh, you know I your mean, recreation this was, clothes. You could almost CG it. You if you can, right. if they can do the Superman mustache, they should right. be able to do this. The, wait, wait, what? You don't know about this? No. So this is one of the best things about uh, Justice League. Okay. So it opens with Superman. You know, Superman's dead in that universe, and he comes back to life in this for some weird reason that. Bruce Wayne. I don't know. Anyway, but there's well, a- actually technically. So if it, uh, like I had the grotesque misfortune of having to sit through Batman versus Superman. <laughs> uh, and I remember Superman not actually being dead at the end. Like at the very last minute, his grave kind of like gets. Oh, yeah. Shit floats up. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, so they don't so, know why he's dead. Okay. Or if he's dead. They're just like, they arguing about And then they use some, this mother box thing to jumpstart him or something. Mother and he doesn't box? know what's going on and he's a weird Superman, but then... He gets his shit together when Superman he goes to Superman never knows what's going on. That's just Superman what happens. Superman is pretty clueless. As Superman's kind of dumb. Anyway, uh, when they when they took the first... So the, the, the Justice League was supposed to be this movie and a year later another movie. So bam, bam. Two Justice Leagues. So they're shooting one right now? Uh, no. What happened was Zack Snyder got huh? sick. He got sick or something happened or he was – yeah, I can't remember the exact details. Anyway, he was taken off and Josh Whedon came oh, well, in it was to his fix daughter. It. it was his daughter. Uh, oh, yes. Died, I'm sorry. Right? Yes, you're right. It was, a yep. per- no, no, it was a family issue. Yep, yep. You're totally right. Sorry. Um, but that was way too reason. Like they would have had to have been shooting the other Justice League. I mean they can't – I don't know how they, they would have had connected. to overlap. Maybe two, two years. years. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, okay. Well, it doesn't matter. So, so when he, they brought Whedon on, he was like, let's just deal with this movie. Wait to see what happens if Zach's coming back or not, and apparently he's not. Right. Anyway, so he turned it into a little bit lighter, and then, as he does, he tried to inject some levity and then cut the movie off. Um, but they had to reshoot a few scenes, and they also he also decided there wasn't enough of Superman. Bef- he just comes back to life and immediately goes to fight. Okay. So he's like, we need some <clears throat> Superman just being Superman, so it's kind of flashbacky stuff. Um, so they brought, what's his name, back in... Henry, what's his name? And uh, but he was shooting Mission Impossible, and he has this crazy mustache in that movie. Okay. And Paramount refused <clears throat> to let him shave it, ah. even though Warner said we will pay to put the mustache back on in your movie, which is much easier than taking it off. Yeah. <clears throat> they said no. So the first scene of the movie now is soup. Maybe first, maybe a scene. Anyway, very early in the movie. He is talking directly to the camera to some kids <clears throat> doing selfies and stuff where his it doesn't look like the oh, same human man. being. You're like, that doesn't look like Superman. It looks like a mix of like, you know, when you take two celebrities yeah, yeah, and, yeah. in one of those websites and blur them, hmm. you're just like, I don't get what this is, but it's not. And it's yeah. right at the beginning of the movie and it's in a couple more places where you're just like, something's wrong. Like the teeth, so the angle of the teeth aren't what, right? So they don't. It's really weird. So basically, like this, they did not spring for the high budget DMR. They were like, "We're going low. Yeah. We're going low budget on this one." Anyway, uh, that's uh, certainly just taking eleven out of the slicked back. Hair would, would have be been easier, easier than than, that. than taking the mustache off uh, Superman. Anyway, you know what? Taking the mustache off Superman is also a pretty good name for this podcast. This this podcast has way too many good names. Is. Uh, anyway, so it was just – it's a funny how misguided <clears throat> this was of like I don't know how you make something that is so popular that you also can make something that is so everyone hates so badly because it's not – there's nobody defending this. Right, right, right Normal right, internet yeah. no thing. Like, like, yeah. Oh, oh no. Yeah. This is great. <clears throat> um, yeah. So that was funny. And th- so I went right in – so just two nights ago I saw It, which – has one of the Stranger Thing character uh, actors right. in it. He's one of, and it's almost <clears throat> the same fucking movie. Yes, where there's four kids and a girl. Yes, and uh, and they have to save the day because no one believes. You know, there's no one believes the 80, kids. Yeah. eighty kids or something gone disappear, and no one really believes it is. And it has all of the. Yeah. Like I love Stephen King's tactical writing. His his yes. prose is amazing, yeah. and his book 
um, is great. The uh, on writing, I think okay. it's called on writing. Okay, both fantastic. But his strategic stuff is so, t- and his ideas are. I mean, his kind of formula is: you grab some idea, some scary thing, killer cr- clown, right. and that's what the move, the scary part of the thing is. But then the real scariness is the adults and appending adulthood, or. Hey, it's uh, a haunted right. house, but really the scary thing is writer's block and isolation. And right. you're like, and he, 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 all of his books just, you can okay. even do it to like, what's the scary thing? And then you get that. Oh, that's Pet Cemetery. I, okay. All that's, right. You know, okay. that's how predictable his scary stuff is. To be and, fair, from what I could tell, and I, I don't really read Stephen King, but as far as I could determine from reading like the Cribs, Cribs notes, after having seen the film, because I did see the film, the film is really not all that related. No, like, it's absolutely. just a different story. You it, did like, see it? I did. Yeah, oh, okay, I did, okay. I did. I actually thought it was a very well made film that just had a pretty lousy screenplay. Like, it looked I, good and it felt good, but uh, it just was kind of dumb. Nothing, like, yeah, nothing's kinda, I thought the not, screen, much in, not much going on in the I think the, the screenplay made no sense it whatsoever. It was pretty bad, yeah. And it looked good. I did laugh out loud at several... The, 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 the scary part where the clown yeah, is yeah, this, yeah, yeah. I is supposed to be scary. Oh, I laughed so hard. Because he does this thing where his head's just still yeah. and his arms are going nuts. And then he like leaps out. Um, yeah, I would it say was that it was sim- never a scary film. It was definitely not yeah, scary. I hated it. Was, it. I did. I, oh, really? Okay. I thought it looked good. Yeah, me it too. It was well shot. Um, I don't think it was well written at all. Yeah, well, it wasn't. Um, because there's just interconnected things. And it also has all of the parts of Stephen King, which I hate of like... Every female character is either being raped or about to be raped, okay. or like, and and all of well, the, that, all, he, he all does the, write horror fiction, right? Yeah, I and mean, all the adults are like comically evil. Right, like there's right. never a, yeah a, a moderately good adult yeah. or something. Uh, but yeah, and then the, but the rest of the movie and like his idea of what a bully is in any one of his movies right, right. is like, I do you, bullies don't carve their names into people's stomach that's yeah. a psychopath that's yeah, right, not right, a right. bully right right that's not the average oh he's driving around a trans yeah. am you know being right, a bully right. no that's that's a crazy future person. serial killer yeah, yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> so it's a different thing mr king so anyway uh i saw them so close together that they blend into the badness in I my see. head uh but yeah i did laugh pretty hard at uh uh the the clown dancing killed me it just it just yeah it was one of those movies i was watching i was like it seemed like it wouldn't have been that difficult to do a reasonable screenplay for it and it seemed like the ideas in it almost wrote themselves in a a way and then they were like strategically avoiding it i'm like oh okay you have a monster that's supposed to manifest itself as like things that you fear i'm like that kind of writes itself and you didn't even manage to quite yeah, make I, that work. Like that's like the easiest thing to write in my head. I'm yeah. just thinking that should be really straightforward. It's also you been, couldn't really do they, it. They even tipped somehow, this, which is oh. like the good version of that is just the first Nightmare Before uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, right? Yeah, which is yeah. all of that. Yeah, yeah. And in fact, they tip it because they okay. show Nightmare on Elm Street on one yeah, of the things. It doesn't seem that hard. And the other things that was really weird about it, I remember, was like really strange things that are. You're just like this is literally just nonsense. So you're like, yeah. 
So you're telling me that the psycho monster who can appear anywhere as anything needs to enlist the help of some jackass yeah. kid to like do stuff? Like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. did you even watch your own movie? Like, yeah. that kid is that TV small potato. It doesn't make any sense. So a Stephen King. It's so dumb. Yeah, dumb you're just like thing. so. All of that stuff was just hitting me all the time. I'm just like, God, what? Yeah. Why did you write this? You like didn't need to write this. When the scary monster dumb. who can do anything, mm-hmm. who preys on your fears, yeah. chasing him down the hallway, but they slam the door, and then you don't see him again while he's just yeah. gone for. He's like, oh yeah, yeah. shit, my hands are too slippery. Yeah, it's a bummer. Anyway, I was like, it, it, it bugged the shit. I mean, it's, it came really close yeah. on Stranger Things, which is uh, near that, and had the the Ready Player One trailer on front of it. Uh, God damn it, 80s. God damn it. So we're in for some hurt is is uh, what i feel like why does everyone love the 80s anyway the 80s were not a particularly great period i of feel America. like we're just a this i agree 100 <clears throat> percent. but i feel like uh maybe our generation is super exploitable nostalgia wise and so they're just pressing that button and like oh that's a hundred million dollar opening as long right, as we right. do that um we'll move to the not not why that's thinking. not why it did it because they could it just has an opening like that regardless. Just have some good scary shots of the clown in the trailer. And well, I got... think... The, I feel like there's a certain important lesson to be learned from it, actually. Other than the fact that making your horror movie high budget actually pays off. Yeah. Which I think yeah. is a pretty important Hollywood lesson, right? Because normally they just shovel them out yeah. for like a, a low yeah. cost. Because yeah. it's, fi- it's fine. The return is great. It. It's a good yeah. idea. Yeah. But it's like if you want to do a big one, you can. Yep. But I think the other thing that was really... Uh, I think worth, I think they figured out something else perhaps accidentally, which is that if you make a movie that is billed as a scary movie, which is in fact not scary, that is actually a market that people want. It's kind of like selling you clothes Mm. whose sizes are intentionally mislabeled downward. Like people (laughs) want to feel like they're wearing a smaller size, you know, whatever, uh, pants or something. Right. Right. So if you just make your pants say that they're size 30 when they're really size 34, that's a legitimate market that you have just created, right? I see. That is what it was. It's like, this movie is really not particularly scary at all, yeah. but we've built it as a scary movie. So now those of you who just can't go to scary movies because you're actually scared of them can have something to go to see and feel like you saw a scary movie, even I though see. you fucking didn't. Right? I see. This is not Aliens, even, or something yeah. like legitimately fairly terrifying that you're going to think about after. It's like... Really just not scary, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I think, I think there's going to be a very clear line of horror in this next year with Get Out succeeding like it did. We're going to see very different, because horror is the thing that returns the 20 to 1 on average. Yeah. It's the thing that drives a lot of studios' bottom line, okay. and not with the $500 million Justice League or the <clears throat> billion dollar this. It's... These singles of like a hundred million dollars every time on a five million dollar movie because you don't need famous people in them, right? You just stick randos in. Speaking it. of Get Out and Justice League in the same sentence, I actually made this remark the video, which is like, I would love it if they just for some reason ended up giving the next Justice League to Jordan Peele <laughs> because I feel like Key and Peele actually, which was always one of my favorite shows, they're nerds. I yeah. would love to see what they did because, yeah. especially because that studio wants to do the Joss Whedon Avengers thing of like silly superheroes or whatever. I feel like those guys are the best at that shit and like just have them do the movie. Maybe they don't want to, I mean, right. But if they did, that would be such a perfect, I would love to see the key and peel. And since I'm sure that Jordan Peele can get 
whatever now movie he, he can wants do now because if you turn yeah. around that kind of money, right? So just like have him do Justice yeah. League. Yeah. It would probably be fucking baller. They're also – we have some friends that used to write for the show and they're like, yeah, they're just super, super uh, – you know, culture nerd people. And they have that like, kind of smart, into that comics, smart comedy into that's that. like, yeah. seems would, like it would go really well where, with comics, you know, with, yeah. with, with a, I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, they probably, they probably have their own opinions of what they're yeah. going to do. So they're probably not, it's probably do that, but they, it, it, they should have been offered. Is all yeah. I'm saying. Marvel does that a lot more. Cause like the Thor movie, you're like, that's oh, exactly hey, what they did. They basically, they basically gave did it to that. a second time director. They basically did that. Yeah. We were just like, give it to this weirdo. Yep. Yep, and it worked because right. it was fucking funny. Yeah. Of all the best parts were the 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 kiwi parts. The the when they leaned into the silliness. Yeah, they leaned into yeah, the, it was all New my Zealand favorite. Humor. Yeah, it, it it was my favorite. I want to see Flight of the Concords in that in that space. It's great. They should have just done like the punchline of that movie when they're like going back to earth or whatever, instead of their you know they showed like a thing at the end where there's like some weird like alien space. Yeah, yeah. They're like teasing some next thing or whatever right but that shouldn't have been it it should have been like they land and it pans back and it's like new zealand (laughs) right like all the like that is asgard is going to now like be resettled in new New zealand Zealand. and everyone's going to talk like that right like all of the big like bro hammer dudes are all just going to be like talking talking in a new zealand accent (laughs) yeah every new zealand accent and that really did it where's jermaine I don't know. How so, was he not in that film? Because yeah. that would have done a lot for me. I would have. I didn't really care for that movie, to be honest. Yeah, it did it um, for me. It 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 it, but, it was uh, maybe because I had no idea it was a comedy, so I went oh, in just thinking this is because the, be other, another serious the other Kenneth Branagh Thor situation. Yeah, of all these. I didn't see dumb, those, so I just went into this one cold. I didn't see Thor one or yeah. two, so I had no idea. Um, I don't like like Jermaine's a movie star in the sense that you can just tell he just has whatever that is and they keep giving him bad stuff like he was in the men in black he was in they keep giving him high profile like this is the one where he's like uh the big makes his big jump but um yeah he's done a bunch of movies i liked a lot in that same time but there never been big ones and in my mind like the perfect movie for him like would be like in my mind if i could go back and swap out (laughs) <laughs> Jermaine Clement for Mike Myers in Austin Powers. Oh, That's right. what I want to see, right? Because I never actually loved Mike Myers's delivery on that stuff. It's a little too over the top yeah, for yeah. me. And I feel like the Jermaine, like super deadpan, but slightly clumsy, like affectation. I really want to see him good. as a James Bond that, that isn't very effective, right. but never internalizes his ineffectuality. Right, right. Is exactly like, a perfect thing. yeah. And so I, I've always thought about like, yeah, if I, if I, if, yeah. Hollywood just asked me what I want to watch, which would be a very bad idea, by the way, because it would make <laughs> like no money. But uh, I, I would—that's what I would. I would love yeah. to see the the 007. I thought you were going to say Jermaine something Clement. in like Ant Man or something in that universe where you're like, oh, put him in as a. See, I don't really want him to be a superhero. I just want him to be a dude who with illu- delusions of grandeur yeah. that are somewhat taken seriously by the rest of the world maybe, but, <laughs> but that really just aren't effective. Right. And yeah. he's like not up to speed on that at yeah. all, you know? Yeah. No, um, that's true. That's true. Yes. I assume he's got work till the end of time, but I don't know what he's doing. I, I don't either. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I read something funny speaking of Mike Myers. Okay. And then we'll finish this one. All right. Up, is that uh, the, the Dr. Seuss 
uh, estate, the his wife, I believe, or right. Recent, okay. Recent saw the uh, uh, cat in the hat that Mike Myers did. I did not and know Mike was, Myers did a cat in the hat. He did a cat okay. in the hat, okay. and okay. it was. Uh, is she it hated an, it so bad or no, live action live cat action. in the hat? And he is the cat. He is the cat. Of course, he is. And uh, she's like this. It was. She hated it so bad. She's never licensing any of that property for movies again. It wow. like just that's it. No, that's what Mike Myers did. To wow. Her. Yeah, it was pretty. pretty that's awesome. impressive. It is a terrible movie. It's it another one of those tonal messes where you're okay. like, is this like the most evil like being in the universe or fun and silly? Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's terrible. Tone is a, it's surprising how often yeah you that like major Hollywood productions don't seem to know what the tone is because you'd think that would be something they would have gotten good at by now of like listen what before we start shooting this have we read the script and just agreed on what the tone is for yeah. this movie like, I think it's also something that, that you like, can fix know. often in editing and music and so when yeah. you see ones where you're just like this could be why did they do that right, like right. this yeah. weird thing is right. bizarre. Um, you know, we, you, we've been talking about this earlier off, off podcast, which was, uh, I watched the room recently so I could see the disaster artist. Yes. Yes. And <clears> that <throat> might be the most extreme example to me of someone who so doesn't get what tone is that right, it feels right. like it's a movie. Cause I was talking to you, I was like, why? Yeah. Cause I was emailing as I was watching it. I was yeah, texting yeah, yeah, you. Yeah. And at the beginning, I'm just like, this is so bad. I don't think I can make it. But then you yeah. become fascinated in it really feels like a movie made by lizard people yeah, like, yeah. <clears throat> who aren't quite human and the timings off where you're like, why did, why did he start speaking after a gap when he it's inhuman in yes, a way? Yes. And it becomes fascinating in that. Yeah. No, he shipped this product. Yes. So I don't know. Maybe he's just weird. Yes. Brain. And that's how he sees the world. happening. Yes. It's, yeah. it's kind of like, uh, makes it's, it makes Stanley Kubrick seem like he has a really empathetic view. Like, yeah. Kubrick, he's like, take the most antiseptic weird, like this doesn't seem like humanity kind of filmmaker you can possibly think of. And it's right. like, no, no that no guy idea. was like a brilliant psychologist. Yeah. Tommy Wiseau is in a completely other league. I do not even know how he conceptualizes right. people. I don't even but it's know. Fascinating. It, 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 it's certainly a lot to do with timing, but also the angles he chooses and the weird way he green screened it. it something. It just feels like you're somebody's peeling back your brain in a weird way. So anyway, I'm, I'm going to go see the disaster artist this week. Sometime. I saw the disaster artist. You liked it, right? Uh, um, Friday. Okay. Actually it opened here. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know it was even open. So it's yeah, uh, yeah it's a yeah. playing out the Egyptian and uh, it was really good. Yeah. Actually. Okay. I mean, it's, I don't want to oversell it because I don't know that it was really good in the overall, like how good movies are, like how good is this movie? Really good. I don't know if that's true, but if you sit down and think about how good do I expect a movie about this subject yeah. matter to be, you're thinking not that good, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And it is way above that bar of what I would expect to get out of this. Yeah. It was like a legitimately good film. That's maybe why Thor worked on me is I expected I so little. Yeah, and yeah. so this one and was that's a big part of enjoying because, a movie yeah. to me for some reason. If somebody – the same yeah. part of why I think it really – 
triggered me in all the ways of like, God damn it, I hate the world, yeah. was all the great reviews for what is a very ah, okay. mediocre yeah. movie not and a broken film. script, in yeah. my opinion. Anyway. Uh, the, the, People the, don't react to broken scripts anymore. Yeah, I don't Your think script so can either. be absolutely arbitrary. They only react to like acting and presentation and stuff like this. Yeah, yeah. But the script can just be like, you know, one scene they're in California, the next scene they're in Massachusetts three hours later, and it's just like what, how they get there. Like, yeah. no one cares. Yeah. That no one will even remotely ding you for this. Yeah, yeah. Right? Maybe it's just the new way movies are made. I don't of, know. Yeah. It's just the shorthand. I don't we know. keep shortening it up. Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna I'm I'm excited to uh, to see that part. Apparently, he's made uh, a new movie, Tommy, with the same guy. Oh, really? With Greg, what's his name? Uh, Greg Sestero, yeah, I think is yeah. that his name? Uh huh. Okay. Where he's like a hundred year old martician or something. So what? I don't know if he finally gets his part of the room. That's amazing. Is that he's the protagonist? Right. Right. Yeah. And not the villain. Yes. <laughs> You gotta okay. I'm not gonna say anything else. You gotta watch the Disaster okay. Artist. Right. You gotta okay. go see it. All right, I'll go see it this week. You so, should go so, see it. But um, you should. Anyway, yeah. There's a new one coming right. that he directed. So I don't know what wow. it's gonna be. Maybe right. he learned all his lessons. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Anyway. Well. All right, everybody. Well, we'll get yeah. to that. We're gonna try to go faster. If you have comments on Tommy Wiseau's naked butt, because you have <laughs> right. watched the room and got rudely awakened to the right. fact that that is in Those there sex a lot. Have, there's a lot yeah. of them. There's one that's a um, separate sex scene. Yeah. yeah. It's clearly just yeah. the first one again. Yes, exactly. It's, <laughs> which it's I love. Reused footage yeah. of the sex thing. I don't even want to know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, be, feel free to send us your opinions of that. Uncommon. Podcast at Jeff and Casey Casey dot com, com, and we will unfortunately have to read them. <laughs> Until then, all right. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> take it easy.